0: It's the Bobby Dollar Show. We back with a season three. Can you believe this? <laughs> I'm to touch the states
1: this Hey, time. we're going to have some fun, 21. man. Hey,
0: whole new year. Whole new look. Yeah, Sean, I can still new co-hosts, new artists. Hey, man, let's have some new fun
2: on the bench.
3: on the bench. First I was renting, now I'm collecting rent. Run it up. First I was with the Beamer, now I want the uh, bands. Spending all the back, like here I go again. I go again. Outside says chirp, not a caravan. Um. Told you i am a mate keep the channels on. Why you acting different when the camera's on? Why you, you acting different like you paper long? Depression. It's a hard topic to talk about, especially in the black community and me being a black man, a podcaster. For those who don't know, my name is Delvin Cox. I'm host of Delvin Cox Experience. But I'm also a person who deal with depression a lot, whether it's imposter syndrome, feeling like I'm not accomplishing the goals or dreams that I'm out to accomplish or feeling like I'm not a good enough man or father. It's hard to deal with and it's even hard to discuss for that matter, you know, but I think it's an important topic to discuss because one, depression is real suicide is real for black men you know a lot of that pressure gets to us and we don't know how to handle it and sometimes we look for a way out and i think it's very important for us as black men and as brothers to have that open conversation to talk about the things that we feel the problems that we may be going through and it's not weakness it's not weakness at all it's strength and being honest with yourself. So, if you are going through anything in life, and I've gone through many things, many moments of depression and sadness I've felt. If you're going through anything in life, feel free to reach out and just talk to somebody about it, whether it's me, Bobby Dollars, anybody, but just look for somebody to talk to and
0: get help. Thank you. Hey, y'all, what it do, man? It's your big homie, Bobby Dollars, and, um, Today, I want to welcome you all to a very special and intriguing, if I may add, um, small series that I'm trying to put together for the show, Um, seeing that it's like mental health and mental awareness month or really it's like that all year. It ain't even just about the month, but um, because we are on the topic of mental health and mental illness and things like that right now, um, I felt like I wanted to do a small mini series on mental health and um, basically trying to come out of it, trying to figure it out. You know, um, if we give, if we can give some insight, you know, with some of the special guests and stuff that I have, um, I would like for people to be able to understand it a little bit better. Maybe if we can dive into this and we can, you know, educate people or, you know, maybe just help people function a little bit better with the situation that they're dealing with. It might be, A lot of stress relieved from them and, you know, lessen the rates of suicide and things like that I know that's a lot to ask and this is big man for a small podcaster like myself, but I think I'm really I'm feeling this right now. So today's episode man, the first episode I'm gonna do is gonna be on depression All right, so Um, I have to ask like man Like how can you really tell if someone is mentally ill? You know what i'm saying? Like how do you notice it? Like, how can you, how can you pick them out of a crowd? Like, how do you know that this individual actually needs your help? Well, from the standpoint that I have and the things that I've read, it blatantly states that excessive, excessive, I can't say the word, my bad man, (laughs) excessive or excessive fear, um, worrying, like when you talk to them they got extreme feelings man like or feeling guilty about stuff they ain't had nothing to do with um i don't know like quick mood changes when they going through highs and they smiling and having a good time but then a second later they they going through a low man and they just don't really want to be bothered don't want to talk and it'll make you mad like what's wrong with this person this person is kind of crazy man i'm not dealing with this you know um and they don't really know what they're doing you know but this is why we're trying to, to locate these signs so that we can kind of step in and help the loved ones that we have that are dealing with it. Um, you may have friends and people that just withdraw. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to deal with you or any activities or go anywhere. Um, they always say they're tired, man. It's like a significant tiredness, like no matter what they're doing, they just got real low energy. They don't sleep good. And you hear them saying sometimes, man, I ain't getting no sleep. I don't never sleep. Like we got to look out for those type of um I guess signs if that's what you want to call them, man. So that way, you know, um we can try to help, you know, be a little more compassionate about what's going on in another individual's mindset. Man, I want to I I really want to welcome y'all to episode one, man. I want to talk straight depression, man. This this whole episode if I can. Um, I will be including a few uh guest hosts that will be speaking with me today. And as well i will throw in a couple of um messages and voice voicemails voice messages that i've received from uh some some great podcasters man and good speakers you know um that that are expressing how they feel about mental health and mental illness and some of the things that they've went through so be prepared because this can be an emotional ride man you know especially if you know one of these individuals actually touch bases with some old memories and thoughts and things like that that may drive them and trigger them to want to help you in that way, in that sense. So I guess what I want to say is let's kind of get started into this and let's dive into this whole depression thing Um, today, man. I want to I want to go ahead and add in uh, my girl, Alex, Alex McEwen Um, a little later too, man. I'm also going to have on DeMarco DePrince um but right now i got alex with me man and alex go ahead and say hi to the people
4: how you doing today y'all
0: <laughs> uh alex man where are you from tell, tell everybody where you from
4: i am from oklahoma city oklahoma
0: that's what's up man home of the thunder baby i like that you know i had to throw oh, that yeah. in right i had to throw that in
4: <laughs> <Always gonna> represent. <laughs>
0: that's what it is man so so alex um I brought you in today, man. I want you to be one of my co-hosts today as we dive into this whole mental health thing and this whole um, depression, because today we're going to speak on depression. And um, I'm not I'm not sure if you've ever had depression before or anything like that. But we'll we'll get into that. And um, we're going to we're going to try to uh, touch a few. You know, touch touch a few nerves here today and try to get some people open, man, and and, Let's and do it, yeah, make them feel comfortable about what's going on in so, their lives. Marco, how you doing, man? How you been?
1: I'm good, brother. I'm blessed, black, and uh, still booked and busy <laughs> over here, so no complaints.
0: I heard that. That's what's up, man. You as silly as here. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Hey, where you from, man? And, and what you doing right now with with yourself? What's up?
1: uh, What's up, world? So Marco the Prince here reporting live from my office. But um, so originally from Portland, Oregon, uh, currently resigning in Atlanta, Georgia, Um, last year when the pandemic hit, I decided just to quit my job and just take a leap of faith and move to Atlanta and pursue most of my dreams of being a creative. So acting, um, creating podcasts, creating YouTube channels, um, producing and directing. So a little bit of everything, um, sounds like a lot, but Atlanta is a great place to network and get your foot out there and learn from other, um, black creatives here. So, yeah. Um as most people like to think on Twitter I'm just leaving, I'm just living my dream and I am <laughs> big facts big facts that's what's up man I like that oh So but to start though man I got a few
0: questions for you Alex Tell me like how old how old are you right now if you don't mind me asking
4: Um early 20s
0: Okay okay good good Okay so you're early 20s that mean like you're kind of close to this um this generation that we are dealing with right at this moment, and a lot yeah, of the
5: absolutely.
0: yeah, man, a lot of the younger generation, man, they like are really going through, and you can hear it in their music, and you know they they killing themselves and all kinds of stuff, man. Like
5: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's crazy, especially the young rappers. I don't know too much about like country singers or pop singers and stuff like that, but you know I, I haven't done the research on on um a bunch of those type of artists and genres of music, but yeah. I definitely know in the hip-hop world and R&B world and even some in the pop world like they really doing it man like the depression is really getting them you know
4: for sure yeah I can't touch on country much myself because that's just not what I listen to but in the pop I would say yes it definitely affects them as well
0: if you don't mind me asking um, how old are you Marco
1: Uh, 33
0: okay that's what's up man so you're 33 from Portland Um, you in Atlanta right now so you you didn't you didn't cross a few state lines that's what's up man okay so early 20s then alex tell me like at what age i would say in your community your household where you're from at what age did you start to like notice and learn about mental illness damn
1: that's a good question
4: well in our family we've always been really open about it talked about it a lot and with my mom and my aunt They always had postpartum really bad after they would have their baby. So it's just something we've always talked about. And of course, as you get older, you talk about it more because you just understand it better. But it's something we've always talked about because depression does run in my family a lot.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so have you ever been medically diagnosed?
4: I have never been medically diagnosed. I mean, just with COVID going on, lots of highs and lows. Yeah, But no, I've never had a medical diagnosis myself.
1: I think me personally, I learned a little late Um, just because, you know, coming from a black family, they don't think therapy is meant for everybody. And it's all these stereotypes and things. So I had to discover it on my own. So it wasn't really like in high school. It was actually I learned when I moved away from Portland, I started being serious. No, not serious. I started noticing that I needed a little help when I was in Jacksonville. that was probably 2014-15 i didn't immediately go into it and be like oh you know I need a therapist and everything but you know i had some traumatizing events in my life and i was like you know what you can't continue to live this life and just keep sweeping it under the rug you need to talk to somebody about it so you don't continue the cycle within your own personal life
0: yeah okay man hey that's hey that's that's big like have you have you ever like been medically diagnosed
1: um, yeah, depression and anxiety.
0: OK, so if that's the case, then I, I want to ask like from your opinion, just from family members and things like that. What would you say the major cause of any depression or mental illness? You know, what, what was that that you witnessed or had to deal with with your family? Like what was a major cause? Was it like stress or, you know, like what would you say it is?
4: I don't feel like it's one cause for everybody, I feel like everybody, it's different sources, Yeah. whether you have a death in the family, ton of stress going on, losing jobs, having babies.
2: Um, Okay.
4: My cousin has dealt with a lot of depression and he's gay and living in Oklahoma, that's where a lot of that comes from, being around people who are not upset, accepting of who you are and that's where a lot of his depression stems from. Trauma in the past. Yeah and that's where his depression stems from. So I don't feel like it's one solid diagnosis what could be the cause of it. I feel like it could it's different on with every individual.
1: For me it was um fitting in and really not knowing myself. Yeah. Um Just being, and also being vulnerable to like the wrong people. So I'm like the generation I'm in, we grew up with all this technology. So we've seen everything from like the Apple color computers back in the school to just having an iPhone. So, you know, like social media has played a big part of that. when you just see like everybody living their life and millions and throwing money and going on vacation, you're like, oh, I want to live that life. And me personally, I'm not speaking for everybody, but just... Started to quote unquote, like beat myself up like, oh, what am I doing wrong? And why am I not living a life like that? But then actually reeling it back like everybody has their own story. You don't know what these people are going through. They're crossing and flashing and doing all this. But secretly deep down inside, they probably might hate themselves. Yeah. They just doing it for the likes and the comments.
0: okay okay that's 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 what's up. okay so have you ever experienced, you know, uh, say uh, depression yourself?
1: So I I think I explained this on my podcast. If not, <laughs> you heard it first here on the Bobby Dollar Show. Um, <laughs> so when um, so I was going through a time in Jacksonville when you know everything was like at a peak. Yeah, but I went through like this relationship period and I was single and I did not want to be in Jacksonville anymore because it was just one of those situations that just you know the glass shatter and I was like okay cool whatever so I moved to Memphis Tennessee um thinking I had a friend there that you know opened his house for me and everything did not go as planned so long story short I'm out meeting a current friend that I have now but you know social media again I was like oh you know what I've been talking to this person online for a while let me just go out and go have a drink or two with them just to make sure the vibe is the same so I can have another friend in the city and state that I'm living in right that makes sense didn't go as planned I guess this person liked me in a different way that I had no idea of that's why they opened their home and I was like oh wait we're not doing this. So <laughs> wow. you know, once I'm being honest, you know, they was like, okay, well, I thought you was on something different. Um, you need to get all your stuff and move out. And I was like, oh, okay. So my bad for reading the room wrong. Yeah. I didn't. Again, I didn't do anything. I'm thinking that I'm just moving to a new city, about to just get on my grind, get a job, and you know, maybe one or two months there. Yeah. None of that happened. I was at my lowest. I called one of my best friends at the time. I was like, hey, I need money to uh, get back to Jacksonville because, you know, that was my safety net. I just moved there, just moved from there. Um, She was a stripper, so I knew she had it. And (laughs) when I say, and like, I I believe um, stripper and sex work is actual work. So no disrespect to anybody. Yeah. We was close. We, yeah. were, we were we like real close. She knew she knew my every movement, like while moving, I was like, look, I'm in a bind right now. I just need some money. She was like, Okay, um, give me a second. Um, let me call my boyfriend and get the money for you and then I'll send it to you. Yeah. I was like, Okay, whatever. An hour passed. I was like, okay, well, let me call her. Because normally she calls me back within like a 15, 20 minute time frame. Right. And, you know, you can hear the cracking in people's voice when you know when something ain't just right. ain't right. Mm-hmm. When I tell you I call back in an hour, my phone call was going to voicemail. Like, I was like, wow. I was like, all this that we've been through. And yeah. I... You don't know me from a can of paint, Bobby, but I don't ask you for things. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes everything out of me to be like, ooh, can I have $20? Or ooh, can you pay yeah. for my meal? I'm ooh, like can that. you come pick me up to go to this event? Like, I'm, I'm. there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Wow. And at that very moment when I felt like a disconnect from her, I was like, you know what? That one time that she asked for somebody they didn't fall through so yeah. yes be mad at that person be upset you can do all that but also look at yourself deep yeah. down of why did you ever put yourself in that predicament yeah there you go
0: man yeah there you go and you know and we're gonna and we're gonna actually touch bases on some of that too man i appreciate that 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 was pretty cool man because that just kind of let you know man the benefiting factor and all of this ain't you know, the regret of having bad friends, it's the regret of making bad decisions, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, at, at certain points, man, we all got kind of got to make it right for ourselves.
4: During the pandemic, I definitely felt depression at points and it's hard to get over. For me, what makes me feel the best is surrounding yourself with family. Mm. And during the pandemic, be, being forced to be away from family. Yeah, that was really upsetting and hard to get through. Because anytime I get down, what makes me feel better is let's all have a potluck and get together. Right, and we couldn't do that for a long period of time.
0: Man, that are- was a big fact. That was
4: just another relating to the pandemic story. Me, my dad got me a dog. I've never had a dog before until got my first dog right now. He saved her from a truck stop. Okay, and as it turns out she was pregnant with nine puppies
0: wow has
4: them during the pandemic like right at the point of lockdown is when they were old enough we were in lockdown when they could start leaving okay so when it came time to get rid of them it was really sad for me and of course the pandemic are just adding to those feelings so we were able to rehome five still got four five dogs here so if you want
1: some man <laughs>
4: a little older now
1: yeah.
0: I can
4: still get rid of a few it was hard to not that I don't love them but it is a toll yeah me, me and the family taking care of them yeah so much help with them but it's still hard for us to take care of that many dogs but I was really down when yeah. it, we had to get rid of them yeah and obviously it's not feasible to keep 10 dogs but i was i was sad because they all have their own personalities and really the only thing that made me feel better was time still kicking care of the dogs we had and plants plants are a great outlet for me
0: yeah i love Just, I'm, I'm i love plants I'm, I'm a gardener myself i love plants mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> i feel like the only way to get better is to have a purpose. And plants give you a purpose. You have to take care of them. Make sure they're fed. Enough light. Yeah. You can't neglect it. Or it's going to, to die out. So right. I just feel like those are that's a great outlet for you. So whether it's plants. Writing. Art. Music. You've got to have some, some outlet. Because if you're just constantly in a state of nothing. That's where the depression is going to get you bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes plenty of sense. Okay, Alex, look, I appreciate you sharing that with me, man. That's that's something else, man. So, um, you know what? I tell you what, man, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, you know, uh, we'll dive a little bit more into this depression thing. Sometimes just expressing certain things, man, can be hard. And um, I think my listeners will appreciate what we're doing today. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back the bobby Dollar show
5: what up y'all it's sham Who she gets a podcast i had to do this one for bobby all right so depression depression is a real thing um depression has uh came for me came for my neck especially in my teen years um i've tried to take my life three times in my teens uh if you read my books you know about that um it's something that i don't play with so if there's someone around you that is depressed, Just know that they need a different environment. You need to take them out of the environment and inform around the people that they are in and let them explore other opportunities. That's what's going to help. I do have a part two coming up after this. I appreciate you. Keep doing this. Keep doing this. Peace.
2: All my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle pay the price. Want a slice. Got to roll the dice. That's why all my life. I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life. Grinding all my life, sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll a dice. That's why, all my life. I've been grinding all my life. Look, like I'm married to this gang. That's who I made my wife. Said i die alone. I told that bitch, she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. I don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself.
0: That's the big homie, man, and we back to the Bobby Dollar Show. And uh, this is episode one of my small series called Depression, man. I'm on with uh, Miss Alex McEwen, um, my homie, man, Marco the Prince, man. Uh, So we just got through listening to Alex's story, man. And I got to say, like, right now, I think when I spoke to you about like um, what could be some major factors, I want to say like some of the major things that really can contribute to depression right at this present moment is like abuse, whether it's physical, sexual, emotional, um, verbal, you know, like abuse is something that's really, really crazy, you know, right now. And I think that's why some people get depressed, on social media because of that, but we'll get into that part too. Um, I think another one would be, um, as people get older, get older, they kind of dwell on like life ending issues like cancers and, and strokes and stuff like that, other terminal illnesses. And, um, I think that kind of creates a hypochondriac and just the thought of those sicknesses coming along, you know, it kind of like represents like that sickness rep is represented with age so you kind of kind of think in your mind man when i turn 65 i'm subject to get lung cancer and and have a stroke and you know what i'm saying and then when you get 60 you know you're five years away from all them urban legends and now you're depressed Mm
4: -hmm. you know
0: and you can't even live out your golden years because you're too busy worrying about what's going to happen you know what i'm saying
4: for sure because i'm a huge believer in the mind and it's such a powerful being that if you see these things and you truly believe it it can happen
1: um I definitely agree um I think all those different topics emotional sexual mental like all that from what I'm experienced um again not speaking for everybody in the world just from my experience I respect um, that I respect that I think um I think emotional abuse has like it's 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 at its high right now, you know, yeah. like, um, speaking from like a single man's point of view, not single now, but just like when I was, it's just nobody really wants to get to know you. Yeah. They're just so quick to go to the next phase of things. And I always remember my grandmother always telling me, your body is a temple. Don't sleep. Just don't sleep around with people because the more people you got, you know, like, Energy's transferred, you know, people yeah. ain't right mentally and all that. Right. Protect your energy, though. to your body. Yeah. Yeah. Protect and, your um, energy, though. And more importantly, just like, you know how quick, like, on the blogs now, you got, like, for example, I'm using Summer Walker. She's always in the media about her kids and everything. And then London on the track, other baby mamas is commenting under the post, like trying to degrade her as an artist and all this. I'm like, all that's emotional abuse, especially like the times that we're going through, we're in a whole fucking pandemic right now. That's already at a highs. Yeah. You got people not wanting to get vaccinated or are getting vaccinated, and then you got by law. I don't know if y'all listen to know this, but by law, you really can't ask people what's their medical history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially like when you're like at work or in, you know, a certain space, like amongst friends, that's something totally different. But like when you're at work, they're like, oh, well, you're not vaccinated, so you need to stay over there. Okay, but why are not we keeping that same energy when it comes to like being tested and everything? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. All, with like that. all this is just emotional ass shit that people are dealing with nowadays. And I feel bad for the therapists nowadays cuz who are they talking to when <laughs> they hear all these when they hear all these problems from us, you know? Yeah, that's true, man. And and
0: that like you say that pandemic, man, it's something else. Certain medications can also cause depression and Oh, yes. It can also cause suicidal thoughts. It's like Mm-hmm. Why it's like why in the hell would i want to take something that's supposed to make me feel better mentally but make me want to kill myself mm-hmm. like that's yeah. like a i don't get that i don't get it i don't
4: at all my uncle years ago i can, i'm not for sure exactly what kind of medication it was but we were all sitting together a couple of years ago and he was like he took this medication years ago probably about 20 years ago he would tell us he told us a story about how when he was taking that medication, they had a tree in their backyard. And he said he just sat there and look at that tree and think, yeah, I could go hang myself on that right now. It's crazy. Uh, oh, the wow. Way this that medications can affect your mind. And he never told anyone this story before. My aunt's sitting there and it's like, why have you never told me that story before? You've literally never even told that story before. So wow. it's crazy the way that medication can impact you in such a negative way
0: yeah yeah that is that is crazy man wow oh wow
1: just the whole world is fucked up right now and <laughs> like i mean i mean that from all the way from the president of the united states down to fucking newborn babies being born in the middle of a pandemic um yeah and everything in between like I, I just don't even understand like simple things like the mask mandate. Okay, well, you need to wear a mask walking into the restaurant. But when you sit down at your table, you can take it off. But the person next to me is not six feet away. How are we going to come out of this successfully? Uh, You know, man,
0: there's ain't no solution to big business, bro. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? It's just money. That's all it is. It's just money, man. And that's, that's another huge depressing factor being broke. I think another thing, um, that plays a huge part is, um, dealing with like the loss of a loved one or somebody close to your heart, like that can bring on depression in a a very undesirable way, man, especially if you don't know how to grieve, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know man like i think sometimes when people see like a mom or a dad or somebody that they're really close to like pass away or die tragically or deal with illnesses and stuff they kind of want to go with them you know like yeah, like sure. take me with them like i don't want to be i don't want to be here without you mom or i don't want to be here without your dad and and just thinking like sometimes I think they take on the sickness as well, but not physically, mm-hmm. but but mentally. You know what I'm saying? Because they're they're literally living this life with this individual who is dying right in front of them. And then saying they know the outcome, the people that Absolutely. are dying, you know, they know the outcome that's dying. the people that are dying. So it's like you got I don't know. It's like you got two people or a group of people that are all living the same life. At that Absolutely, moment, because you know
4: what I have been very fortunate as we talked about early, earlier, early 20s, I have not had to deal with loss at this point in my life, so I'm very fortunate in that way. But my mom, my aunt, their granny passed away, I was a baby, I met her, but I was a baby, I don't remember it, but they still talk about her all the time and how that loss still affects them and they're still grieving 20 years later. Yeah. Because she was just such an important part in their life.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
4: loss definitely and when someone that close to you does pass away, a piece of you goes with them. I truly believe that. Yeah. And yeah. then just with COVID going on and there's so much loss in the news and so your people are losing loved ones literally every day at a rate that they should not be losing them because this should not be happening. Yeah. It's hard. And it does, it gets to you. It does make you upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. i I agree with that. 100%. I really do. You know, and, but you know, I'm, a, you know, all that, like, like death and everything aside though, like it's some, it's some issues right now that are qualifying depressors, man. And, mm-hmm. um, and this is happening to people every day. I'm talking about people your age, young people. And, and, you know, one of the the biggest qualifying depressors for me is um the gender issue man and the Mm -hmm. the, you know the uh the gay and transgender communities and um I don't know just like I guess trying to find yourself and trying to figure out who you are but you know like you said Mm with with your uh your family man like you said people not accepting who they are and and what they trying to be you know sometimes I think like Another person's pride can really dictate an individual's personality. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like For sure. They can really blow your mind how the words from an individual who think they know more can really bring a person that does know more down. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely.
4: And if you're not familiar with the topic, you're not educated and you don't need to be speaking on it because what you're talking about is someone's reality and you're not even part of it. You're not part of that community huge representation of the LGBTQ plus in this household and our family. Right. We're accepting of everyone and it is not like that here. Yeah. There are one of our favorite spots in the entire city is the Plaza District because you can find everyone there and it's just such an inviting and welcoming place because everyone is welcome there and you can walk into places and you're not welcome everywhere here. Yeah. If you are a member of the LGBTQ plus community, my cousin, he's engaged to a lovely man. His name is Chris. Cousin's name is Dax. They, when they were planning their wedding, they were having to use different caterers because we're sorry. They were t- they were told, "Oh, we're sorry, we can't cater your wedding."
0: Yeah, yeah, that's and crazy.
4: To, to still have that level of discrimination in this day and age is just sad. It really is
0: sad. It really is. And it's all over the place, too, because the biggest I mean, the biggest depressor of 2021 now you know what i'm gonna say probably since maybe 2014 the biggest depressor has been social media man like Mm -hmm. it's it's the worst man like so many young kids are killing themselves and and going through so many traumatic experiences just because they don't get a certain amount of likes or Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because they put on a certain outfit and thought maybe you know they would get a bunch of likes because it looked good on them and their eyes, and in their mindset, and around the people that love them. But then you got all these other people that don't know nothing about them that are just saying the worst. Because Absolutely.
4: it's just, it's like, yeah. damn.
1: Social media used to be such a fun thing, but now I think it's become so much of a serious like topic. Because that's the first. one well, again, let me not speak for everybody, but right, I'm sure like ninety percent of the world wakes wakes up, rolls over, grab their phone, and go straight to social media. Yep. Absolutely. I, I do it myself. So I'm yep. also speaking for me. Like, oh, yep. what these niggas doing? Oh, okay. Same thing from last night. The pictures are right. just, you know, just moving <laughs> slowly. But right. Um, I do think social media has a big part of you know, depression, just just from every fucking thing, the shade room, the likes, the comments, and even from me, like building my brand and like being in the entertainment world, sometimes I step away. And just like, you know, I don't want to deal with social media. But then it's a light bulb that comes in my head. Like, you, like, it's like the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Like, oh, you you can't step away from social media because you are in this industry. And then the other side of me is like, well, no, you need to take care of yourself first. And then everything else. If you miss something, you miss something. Yeah. You are more important. But I also feel like I'm in a vine. Like, damn if I do, damn if I don't. It's, it's crazy I'm
4: so glad you brought up social media because that was something i wanted to bring up about the recent report that has come out that instagram uh, facebook who owns instagram has brand studies about how it does cause a negative impact on teenage girls mental health teenagers overall but even more so for teenage girls and it's like why is this news i didn't need a study to tell me that you can know you should just know that that is causing the negative impact but the things that teenagers say and right. the impact that it has caused on different teenagers and not just instagram i don't want to single them out it's on facebook itself although not very many teenagers are still using facebook but yeah. whether it's tiktok or snapchat or discord it is definitely a negative impact on their mental health but at the same time it can be such a wonderful space as well. So it's yeah. just finding that right balance. And this is not to put it all on social media platforms. Teenage girls have dealt with self-esteem issues dating back since the beginning of time. That's just something that has always been there. It always will be there. And that's our job as adults to reassure them that they are beautiful and that you can't the standards set by social media those aren't real yeah but most of the people a large majority of them on social media that is not how they look in real life that is not how it is it's instagram versus reality because you're getting all these filters put on your post photoshopping it and then people who are literally trying to change their appearance seeking out cosmetic surgery and procedures because of filters is crazy to me yeah and like I said, that's our job as adults to reassure them about who they are and not to let Instagram wreck your mind because it really can being on there,
0: yeah, I agree, man. So with that being said, we're gonna take a quick break, man. um when we come back, we're gonna listen to a few messages
2: I my flight today. Two on the low, location I don't want them me getting faded You should come through tonight I only kick you with a tie Crew they won't tell Cause they trying to live their best life too on the low, on my own I'll be waiting And me on my phone, I'll be waiting Yeah, yeah. Kai Storm in the building And dealing with depression in my own personal life has um, has been something that I was able to get over based on the fact that I refuse to let anything hold me down I'm not saying that not everybody else has that but it definitely has been an intricate part in getting over depressing moments and depressing times situations in my life even recently moving to New York I I did struggle a little bit before actually getting established and going through those things had me having had me feeling depressed at certain moments but one of the things that always, always pushed me through was, again, the thought that I can't stay down. I must rise. I must succeed. It's hard to keep that momentum going, but it's the only momentum that keeps me from continuously living in a depressed state. storm storming the building.
5: Um. this is part two she gets it so again find some happy people some joy be around that and whatever you have to do to get out of the environment that's not making you feel better or do better get out of it and that's what's going to help depression you have to change your surroundings and change your people and change your thoughts in order to get better and some people do need to medicate but not all It's not the end of times But it's a different time Peace
0: Hey, Welcome back to the Bobby Dollars show man It's your big homie Bobby Dollars And I'm in here with my co-host man My girl Alex McEwen and the homeboy You know what I'm saying DeMarco the Prince Hey, um, Hey look man I gotta admit like This depression thing man It can really cause like a long lasting And like severe Like of negative feelings and sadness man like hopelessness trauma. and all kinds of stuff you know what i'm saying
4: Ca- always causing trauma
0: yeah man and it's like the physical symptoms man like like no it's like you feel pain and and it's a loss of appetite and you go through mm-hmm. all these changes man and you having sleep problems and all this kind of stuff like i'll be honest alex man i'll Pre- be honest.
4: aging green hair
0: yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm telling y'all look man like Now, I got to admit, I always been very, very strong minded person. Like I didn't always like I've always been there. I've never been. I just never been a weak individual, like whether it's weak minded Mm -hmm. or weak, whatever. um, It's real hard to rattle me, man. I don't scare easy. You know what I'm saying? I don't Mm -hmm. I don't make many bad decisions. And Mm -hmm. I always thought in my mind that depression and all that kind of stuff. Was stuff that happened to a a weaker individual, you know Absolutely I don't know, like I've always felt like that was for like a weaker individual, man Like people that's just weak-minded, that have no control over their lives People that just allow any and everything to, to dictate what they should be doing And how they should be living Now, I mean, I'm probably wrong for that And I'm sure, you know, I've had my moments too Like I felt... Certain kinds of ways about certain things, and I never looked at it as like depression or nothing like that. I just always mm-hmm. looked at it like I was taking a loss, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the way I had always looked at it.
4: I completely agree with that, and it's to no fault of your own, but that's how it's stereotyped and made taboo in the media and in on television. That's how people make it seem, and that is so far from the case. Because if you know us personally. My mom, my aunt, they are some of the strongest individuals that I've ever been around in my life. Right. And they've made me the strong woman that I am. And if they can deal with depression, then literally anyone can deal with depression. It's not about being strong or weak. It is, we call it mental illness for a reason because it literally is an an illness. You're not a weak person. If you get diabetes, you're not a weak person. If you have celiac disease, it's. A disease Yeah And you cannot Cure it on your own You do need help with it And it's It's a a wicked thing To deal with
0: Yeah I definitely agree With that man Because in today's life Is very different And being Mm -hmm. like Like being in my situation Here even at home man, you know Sometimes even I need somebody to talk to about certain things just because I might want to get something off my chest. So I kind of understand. I kind of get it. You know what I'm saying?
1: And I would say, um, I don't believe in like, no, sorry. Let me rephrase that. So people that don't want to seek out to see a therapist, I personally find that weak minded. Yeah. Um, just because you don't who, why wouldn't you want to know about the realest person, you know, Yeah. How many times can you keep switch? I mean, not switching, um, sweeping things underneath the rug, or not want to talk about it, or oh, that's a sensitive uh, topic or subject or whatever. Yes, yes, there's a lot of sensitive conversations. But how you overcome that is having those conversations. You don't overcome that situation by just keep saying, okay, well, not right now, or I don't want to talk about it, or this, that, and the third. It just, it, it just doesn't work. that's just not how the mind works
0: um now i will say that um some of the like (laughs) some of these people out here use mental issues as a crutch though i mean like
4: i completely agree with that and that's what really (laughs) i know this is an old expression but that just really gets my goat because you're out here just using it as an excuse when people are really dealing with these things and yeah. you just want to use it as an excuse really that always just rubs me completely sideways and yeah. really pits me out when I see people doing that
0: yeah because I don't like it neither like I hate when people brag about being bipolar or mm-hmm. like or like uh they constantly reminding people that they unhappy or that they depressed or they can fall mm-hmm. into a stupor at any time man it's just like mm-hmm. t- to me it's just like a cry for attention you know what I'm saying like I don't understand it and I just don't think that um, Like any of these kind of conditions That we discussing in this series Should be a motive for mental Compensation or any kind of acknowledgement You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. Like y- you can't Like what I'm saying is like if you're experiencing Things and you're going Through things it's it's just mm-hmm. gonna It's just gonna hit you it's not Exactly like like you ain't Gotta be like now you know I'm bipolar. You know you ain't <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't have to be like uh you know if, if they make me mad I'm gonna black out. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like come on man, like it's people that really black out and don't know what the hell happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you you can't sure. you can't do this. Like it, it's it's like I don't like it because I think it's just a bunch of bullshit, man. Like I'm not good with. People Trying to make it seem like that mental illness Can change their personality and who they Really are you know what I'm saying Because there's way too many studies Out here that say man That having a mental disorder does not Having bad like mental health Issues and, and having a mental disorder Of some sort does not Change your 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 physical and your, your Persona and your personality
1: That kind of reminds me of you know um, So I have a friend that we're working on it but like he he's a little bit bigger than most so what he does when like he gets in an argument he'll try to talk about himself first before the other person can jab yeah. at it yeah yeah and it's just like oh well, i will fall in a depression okay why are you advertising if you're going to fall in a depression you would just fall into a depression, depression.
4: <laughs> and if there was more access to mental health care then maybe these situations would not escalate and get as bad as some of them do
0: yeah yeah i agree i agree especially like the ones that get so depressed or they can let themselves get so out of it that they wind up shooting up a school or a church or going into Mm -hmm. a a mall or something and taking out people for no apparent reason like Mm
4: -hmm. to me
0: to me that's a form of mental illness too you know what i'm saying
4: yes i completely agree that in some instances it is it really is
0: I don't know. We we just got to figure it all out, man, and try to help people. And um, we're going to take another quick break, man. And this time when we come back, man, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit more about like the risk factors and. Um, and social media, we're, we'll talk a little bit more about that, man, because I really, really, really believe that social media is what's really hurting and killing a lot of our people out here right now, man, as far as this uh, mental health situation And depression goes
4: I completely and wholeheartedly agree with that
0: Yeah man so we'll be right back And um, we're gonna jump Back into this a little more It's the Bobby Dollar Show
5: You said that I've been acting different yeah Funny how I finally flipped the script on you the one who's double dipping, yeah You so sloppy, how I caught you slippin' up uh. You're off the lease Run me my keys No more popping up the idiot I ain't even got the miles to trip on yeah. New phone Who is this? Brand new Like the web Rack it up No assist they bitch, I ain't average Wake up Need and zip Hennessy Take a sip Look at my jeans I'm too thick I ain't got no home for extra baggage don't forget to come and pick up your hood,
2: feelings. Don't leave no pieces. You
5: need to hurry
2: and pick up your hood.
5: Feelings.
2: While I'm
0: up cleaning. All right, man, and we back. It's your big homie, Bobby Dollars. And I'm here with my special guests once again, Alex McEwan and my homie Marco De Prince, man. Um, okay, so let's talk risk factors, man. Like, So again, we know it's abuse, Um, Mm -hmm. constant conflict, Um, some kind of loss, tragedy that was like out of your control, Um, and then, like I said again, social media, man, and I kind of like abuse. Okay, so touching if we touching bases on the risk factors here, all right? Mm -hmm. Abuse, abuse, that's just common knowledge, man, like remove yourself from the situation they, t- they taught you that in, in grade school you know what i'm saying like if you don't like what's going on around you if you don't like the people that are around you if you don't like the situation that you're in if you could control this situation remove yourself from it
1: and my and my thing is there's different ways to approach it like if you're in an argumentative situation and you're like oh you know i'm crazy you know i'm depressing x y and you know x y and z that's like that's a negative way but you know, there's also positive ways to address it. Hey, you know I don't like talking about stuff like that because it will set me in a different mindset. And I just don't want to talk about it right now. Right. Y- you see the differences of yeah. I mean, same answers, just different ways that you've approached it.
4: I mean, I think it's definitely easy to remove yourself from verbally abusive friends, but if it's an intimate relationship just between two people i feel like that all gets really messy really fast because sometimes it's not just as simple as simply walking away because it can get physical domestic abuse situation yeah, yeah that's true it gets really messy really fast and if this individual is constantly beating you down you truly start believing you can't leave right. And if there are threats being made it gets even more difficult and if Kids are involved. It's definitely scary situations.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah. When the kids get involved, that does play a huge, huge factor, man. Jeez Louise, you're right about that. Okay, so I think um, if it's constant conflict, that's just a person that likes drama. I don't really think like a lot of those people have mental issues. Like, I don't think they're depressed. I don't think they have any kind of real issues. I think it's just they they're looking for attention. And whether it's positive or negative, they just want a little bit. So Mm -hmm. that kind of makes them feel like they're depressed because they're not getting the attention that they're looking for. So Mm -hmm. they can make a big deal out of that by constantly mentioning it and bringing it up to a point to where you're going to feed into it and then you'll give them that attention. You know what I'm saying? And then the conflict ensues when you give them that attention and it's negative and now they got a reason to come back at you or you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. So, yes. you know, that's that that's that uh, Twitter comp, that Twitter beef, you know, and mm-hmm. then you're back and forth, back and forth. And it's just like, that's what they were looking for all day long.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so that, that kind of thing right there is... Uh, it plays a huge factor, but I think it's totally unnecessary. And I think that's another one of those crutch things.
1: And now it just shows like you're the angry person. And it's just like, OK, so now you're just doing this for a front and now you're doing it for attention. When in reality, yeah. you could have just pulled this person to the side and like X, Y and Z, let's just have a grown person conversation. Let's not do that again because it triggers me. Oh, OK, cool. Let's talk about it later. Maybe not in this setting, but when I'm ready to talk about it, we can talk about it, whether it's a day, a week, a month or six months. Let let me process it first and then let me go back into it. Um,
4: And just you bring it up, the Twitter conflict and the back and forth, back and forth. We are not making this a sports show, but I will use this as an example. Kevin Durant do we not see that all the time with him (laughs) and i feel like it's been too quiet lately (laughs) he should be starting something up but camp's starting to open in two weeks
0: man you bitter thunder fans i tell you man (laughs) oh man you guys
4: (laughs) leave that dude alone
1: man
4: (laughs) hey this is all Um, serious i I do not remember what it was it was maybe last no not the COVID summer, I think summer 2019, he tweeted something, and it's like, this is serious mental health stuff he's dealing
5: with. (laughs) This isn't
4: funny anymore. You all need to stop making fun of him, because he's an individual, and I do think he needs some mental health care, and hopefully he is taking advantage of the incentive that programs the NBA has put in place for players' mental health, because things he says it's not funny anymore, and to make fun of someone, he is One of the first superstars who grew, who was his entire career was around with social media, and LeBron James. Social media was not around his entire career; a large majority of it, but it wasn't. And he's handled it wonderfully. Kevin Durant has not handled it so wonderfully. So these—I know it's so hard for some people to understand. These are people; they do have feelings, and if you constantly have a million people every day telling you you suck. I could see how that could weigh on an individual.
0: Yeah, it does. It really could. And especially when you know you're better than what people are saying. It, it's like a mm-hmm. ment- it's, it's a mental adjustment and it's a fight.
1: My favorite line online is saying, I digress.
0: Yeah, that's the way it, that's the way it got to be, man.
1: I digress. You got this. You win. You right. Win. I'm
0: always like that. I'd be like, that's what's up. And I just walk away from the whole situation. Like, hey, I'm I'm cool. I ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna mute you. I'm not gonna block you. I ain't gonna do none of that shit. I'm just completely ignoring everything that you just said. Now, my logic behind all of that, Alex, with um with the celebrities and stuff like that, um mm-hmm. and the, and the NBA players and all of that, like my logic behind that kind of stuff is just the fact that these guys never had a childhood. It's like
2: Oh, for sure. It's
0: like celebrities and felons, man. And if they felons that get locked up during an error and they're gone for a decade, when they mm-hmm. come when they come back, they're still stuck in that past decade. So it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to retune them. And that causes depression for them because they don't Absolutely. realize how fast everything is moving. And they wind up back in jail because that's where they're comfortable. Then exactly. you got NBA stars and. Little, you know, artists and stuff like Little Bow Wow and all these guys who've been in the limelight since they were kids. Mm-hmm. Basketball players who, like you say, have been in the limelight and has been scrutinized and under the eye for so long that exactly. they exactly they make those mistakes because they kids still like they they don't. That's why you see so many basketball players online playing video games against player people and all that like they didn't they not doing that in high school they they playing basketball non-stop mm-hmm. trying to become yeah, a pro for sure and then when they become a pro especially if they only go to one year of college they a kid again because now mm-hmm. they got a, all the money they want they got all the friends they want they got social media with a check mark like they living mm-hmm. that life you know what i'm saying
4: for sure i completely agree with that
0: so when it's all said and done that's going to cause all kinds of depression when you think the world is trying to pat you on the ass, but really they're trying to push you down. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And when you Appreciate real when you realize that, oh man, it's all bad. It's all bad, you know? So I guess I want to say um, people out here on social media, man, like there's tons of people that get online every day, man. And I think that like they looking for depression and mental illness. Like they looking oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, they, they They're looking
4: exactly. They're looking for it,
0: man. They fighting for likes. They creating enemies by trolling people. They making brash comments about people that they don't know nothing about. They mm-hmm. they defend the celebrities to a T, man. So much so to where they might see each other in the same city and fight because mm-hmm. One person says something bad about Nicki Minaj, and I'm a Nicki Minaj fan. Like, that shit is crazy. And exactly. it absolutely does trigger an illness. Like, I, I think that's where that whole stand thing came from with Eminem's song, you know?
5: <laughs> yeah, real. and then
4: here's what makes it even more dangerous because it can be such a toxic and a negative place. But then, in the slip of a hat, it can be such a wonderful and inviting place as well. So, it is is dangerous. Social media is dangerous. The internet as a whole is dangerous.
0: Man, it's it's the internet is uh I think the the, the internet is just a world of scrutiny, man. It's just not good. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I don't be on there like I could, you know, and to be honest, that's why like all the talent and stuff that I have and the things that I can do, I never really tell people and I don't even put it out there. Like I got two websites I've been working on. Nobody even knows about, you know, stuff like that because mm-hmm. People want to They want to kick you They want to They want to kick you And knock you down You mm-hmm. know They They. they want to put Their knee on your neck They like that shit Because it's like Why should I Celebrate what you doing When I don't have That kind of talent When I can't do exactly. it
4: Exactly
0: You know It's unfair But it's life You know Man So that's what's up man So I guess so Hey man When they fighting For attention man Whether it's good or bad You know what I'm saying I guess it hurt When people don't see them You know what I'm saying Like when they don't get their notice, when they're not getting that acknowledgement, um, mm-hmm. shit, like when that favorite picture they post from last night, don't get as many likes as they thought because them and their home girl said it was cute. And and it's about it's about 25 or 30 people that immediately seen it and was like, what is this garbage? And and now your feelings hurt, you sad, you're going to take it down. You going back and forth, cussing people out. And you know what I'm saying? You just ruined your whole damn day over a
1: picture that you ain't, ain't have to share. Let me say, because if I actually said the things that was in my brain on some of these pictures, a lot of people would not like me.
0: Man, that's why I've always told people, man, and I've I've told people over and over, if I liked your picture, it's because I genuinely liked your picture. I don't Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't stroke egos. You know what I'm saying? I don't do all that type of shit, man. I'm too old for that. I don't play them games. Like, if I liked it, I like it. If I don't, I scrolled on past it shit. Because like, there'll be people that'll say, man, you see that picture? i would be like, what picture? I'm, I done went past that motherfucker 13 minutes ago. I, I'm way down at the bottom. It
1: didn't, it, didn't, <laughs> it, it didn't do anything for me, so I just kept scrolling.
0: Man, know? just just kept going. And that Twitter time, about, please hit the home key. Shit.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. like Actually, hate- I hate when Twitter do that because I'd be like, damn, I spent that much time on Twitter and <laughs> I, didn't find, I didn't find nothing interesting.
4: Damn, people kicking people when they're down just because you're not doing the same thing, you don't have the same job, the same talents. Why build each other up? You build up your talents, build up their talents. It should be an inviting place, it should not be constantly a contest again. Where what happened to support supporting one another? Don't you it exists in some facets of the in some corners of the internet, but not near enough not
0: nearly enough it it really don't and if you're an emotional person or a fragile type creature man take your time man don't bite off more than you Mm -hmm. can chew because Mm it you know this internet it'll choke you out man and um ain't nobody around to give you the heimlich man they just gonna pull out their phones and watch you die you know what i'm saying
4: exactly
0: so let that shit go man hey but you know what alex i want to thank you today for coming on As well as Marco, I'm glad to have you on, bro. I really want to thank you for coming on, man, and uh, expressing your feelings and your thoughts, man, on depression with me today. Um, This has been a a great episode for me, and um, I really, really, really appreciate your time today.
4: And thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it, and looking forward to the next time.
0: That's what's up, man. I, I want to thank all my listeners, man, for checking out. Episode one of my mental health series, man. I hope like y'all can gravitate to a few of these episodes. Man, and I pray that like some of these words that you hear from some of these great people that are coming on here and talking, man, and even myself, man. You know, uh, I hope they resonate with you, man. All the listeners that's out there right now, man. And I I hope it helped make shit easier for you to move forward in your life, man. You know what I'm saying? But stay tuned, man, because we got more to come. And We're going to keep on with this depression thing, man, probably for another episode or two. And then we're moving into the next segment. Anxiety. That's going to be another big one, man. Hey, I want to thank y'all once again, man. It's your big homie, Bobby Dollars. And uh, this has been The Bobby Dollars Show.